0: Welcome back, world. I'm here with the one, the only, the famous, the infamous, Mike Green. Infamous. The man with the tie. The guy. not the guy with the Guys tie. Ties. Dang Guys it. ties. it. That was the one thing I had to do, and I and I ruined it. But here's here's my problem. Right. Why why blue tie?
1: Why blue tie or why tie?
0: Just no. Well, we can go both, but why specifically blue? Tie, blue?
1: It's our corporate colours. Okay. Our, our corporate colours are blue and grey, basically. Okay. Um, and have been for years, so there's always blue in the tie. Anyway, okay. The dark blue and the cyan, the light blue is an underscore under the first letter of our name.
0: Okay. So that's there right. was never a green. I don't know why nope. I was thinking somehow I was really excited about green.
1: My surname? Huh? My surname's Green. Well, that's what maybe I was thinking. Maybe that's
0: what it was. That's what I was thinking. Maybe that, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe, is it too late to change or are we stuck with the... Too late. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. We've committed. We've had this going for how long? The tie? Yeah. How long oh. has the tie been...
1: 35 years and there's been different variations this is the latest one but they've all been blue but just different they've been wider and they've been narrower and all
0: that sort of stuff and is it true that you it was your idea the guy no. with the tie it was not I made that up too yeah you made that up uh, for some reason I was like the, he, he came up with it they're giving you a bad time I'm like <laughs> it must have been his idea no no no.
1: The, no it, didn't, it wasn't my idea but I feel really strongly about the tie and not because it's the tie because the, the ladies have a rosette or a scarf same fabric yeah um, but I feel strongly about it because it's what it stands for because it stands for consistency professionalism um, it stands for being part of a gang you know as people we, we, we like to and especially real estate people we're gregarious we like to be in groups yeah I mean since the day of the caveman we to be in gangs. tribes, right? Yeah, yeah. tribes. It's yeah. all about that. And so the tie signifies we're in the Harcourt's tribe. And so when you see someone in this tie, they're very distinctive. Because, oh, you're a Harcourt's guy. And I, and I want the clients to see that too. And they see me and and they see our people. They go, oh, you're a Harcourt's people. And I wanted also to stand and be synonymous with professionalism and service and standards and and all that stuff. And and I don't know if you, oh you would have heard me at conference. And I talked a bit about it because I think right now things are so all over the place. Like people are really concerned with politics economies everything it's just it's crazy it's like the world's gone mad and so brands and consistency and comfort and confidence are really important for people so i want people to look at the tie and think oh harcourts yep if i want to do real estate business i know if i deal with these guys if even if it goes wrong i'm going to get looked after so yeah that's what's behind the tie and i get get heaps about it because i'm oh, like you're old-fashioned you know tie yeah. well you know i work down on the coast so i should just have an open knock open yeah. neck shirt yeah the rainbow. on guy says oh yeah. man we don't wear ties in hawaii you know we shouldn't do that yeah and yeah said, no, right. we're the tie, man we're the tie.
0: yeah i feel like you get branding and you get marketing I mean that's yeah, what, I'm, that's what exactly. I'm picking up from that, yeah, exactly. and, and as the outside perspective. <clears throat> so for those who are watching and listening, we met yesterday mm-hmm. at your big international conference. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? It was the international. No, I, it I wasn't say, international. You, I kept saying it wasn't. No, I North it was. America. North, North America. North America. We have an international
1: conference in May in Australia.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's the one to be at. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, the one to be hey, at. Mate, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you, you later. I'll you talk to you on. later. You never know. But um, <laughs> you got to share a little bit about kind of where you guys are going with the company and those type yep. of things. And what was fun was listening to you talk about being courageous. And that's your guys' big theme this year sure. for the company. And as you're kind of sharing with me about some of these things that are happening in our world. Like you said uh, the other day, it's very polarizing on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. What do you think is responsible for that? Like, why do you think it has moved so much in this direction? If you have any thoughts on that, I'm just curious, because that's something I've been looking at a lot too, and yeah. it's, a, it's an interesting time.
1: Yeah, it is really interesting. I think if, if you look massively historically, we've had the you know the the um, industrial age, and, and there's been significant social ages through the years and i think we're going through one of those and it's 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 a correction is not the right word because it suggests you're going back to a place of normality but you're not but i think what we're going through is is we had globalization as the big thing and you know we've all got to hold hands and all this stuff yeah and i think we went too far and and you see what's happened in the middle east especially where you've got a lot of people coming out of there and going to different parts of the world and and so you've got a, a whole lot of nationalism Rising up out of different places. So the leaders around the world that stand up and say, hey, it's all about our country first, you know, it's about us. Don't worry about other countries, you know, we're going to. I was going to say, build a wall. That's not. Yeah, you got to be careful about that these do. days. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. we're going to put some boundaries around. We're not going to let as many people in. You know, hey, we're, we're going to look after our own people first, and that's resonating with a whole lot of people. Yeah, nationalism. Yeah, and yeah, they're saying, yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, what about us? You know, as all as we send all this aid everywhere around the world, and yet we don't look after our own homeless. Yeah. So I think that's rising the nationalism part, and then your your other side of the coin, the your, your left, if you like, are being polarized as well because they say, no, this is wrong. This is just so contrary to. Everything yeah. we believe in. Yeah, you know, you look after your fellow man, whether they live here or whether they're from somewhere else.
0: Yeah, it's all about that. Rolling it together, and so it's,
1: yeah. We're we're just getting very polarized, and that creates massive friction, as we're seeing. Yeah, and, and you've got religious polarization going on, and you've got stereotypes around certain religions. Um, you know, we just had. I'm from New Zealand originally, New Zealand's the quietest part in the world like it's peaceful there's about eight guns and we know which of the eight and where they are and (laughs) yeah yeah. like it's it's that sort of country people go there because it's safe and we just had 50 people murdered with a guy a single guy um, with a submachine gun and he walked in and he he FaceTimed put on um, live Facebook at the time it was like one of those shooting games you could see the barrel doing this I mean just insane so that sort of polarization nationalism and and left religious polarization there's so much going on and it's being fed by this um need i I think people are are genuinely concerned about everything and so when someone stands up and says you know what we've lost sight of we're important yeah "Yeah, we are yeah so you get that sort of rallying yeah i think it's really dangerous like I, i think it's it's scary dangerous. Yeah. And as much as some of the leaders who, you know, and we know the main protagonists. Yeah. And I look at that and I think, you know, as a business person, I think, yeah, take a business approach. You know, you should run a country like a business. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to run out of money and then no one's going to work. Yeah. 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 But even as a business person, I look at some of these guys that are doing it that way and I think, no, nah, that's just not right. That's yeah. That's just not right. So, yeah. scary times.
0: Not a job I'd want. You oh, no, ever we'll no. see the president in the beginning and then four years or eight years later and you're like, these are two different people. Yeah. Like, there is no comparison yeah, at yeah. all. It's, and I, uh, part of me actually
1: really admires them, Jesse, because I think, man, for someone to care that much to put themselves in that position, good on To be on hated you, by 50% And it doesn't matter what you do. Every day. But they still care enough to try and do it. Yeah. Um, you know, so part of me admires them. And I've often thought, you know, I should do that. I'd, I'd like to... And then you look at them, yeah, eight years later you think, nah Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm yeah, aging yeah, fast yeah. enough, yeah, yeah. I don't what, do that.
0: What really, you know, what difference did they make? Yeah. With all the checks and balances, it's uh it just seems like a lot of stress and but I, I that is interesting to think. I never thought about running the country like you would a company like let's do it from this perspective but e- even the decisions you make when you're running a company aren't always the popular decisions and you have no. so many different groups and then you have people the, the problem too on top of that I feel like is the you have extremists there's just bad people in every yes. kind of yep. religion uh, people group ethnicity there's gonna be people that are just crazy and, and, and they, don't, do they, they don't they don't represent yeah. what the what the good Muslims believe or what the good Christians or what the people who believe traditionally these things but exactly the people that want to strap a bomb or go and, and do things in the name of whatever yes. it's like that's not really representative um, of that's
1: right i think the, the problem though because we're seeing more of that it is polarizing people so whereas mainstream wouldn't say much you know we'd sort of there's oh, a few nutbags here or there and we'd just not ignore it but we'd just move on yeah now we're not you yeah know, more and more people are getting polarized because they see it and they think no this is not right i'm gonna say something so we're seeing more and more shift yeah um, and you know if you extrapolate that out where does it go what happens in the end yeah yeah you, know, you end up with a civil war or, or a, you know war between countries or whatever and and hopefully we won't get that hopefully we've evolved enough to understand yeah. that that's a dumb thing to do but it, it is it's it's a bit
0: moving get that pendulum to swing back hopefully yeah we just need a bit of swing back well, we've touched Politics, religion. <laughs> Do you have any ex-girlfriends that uh, you want to talk about or anything like no. that that we should off t- off uh, taboo? No. I've been married 33 so, years, happily. Smart so, man. No. So that's what I'm going to start asking <laughs> you about, is questions about that. Sure. So, you got an amazing accent. You work for this really cool company. You're you're at the top guy. You're running these things. How did it all start? Where, where are you from? Where does this genesis of well, Mike the, Green begin?
1: The company started long before me. Okay. So, um, 1888. I joke because I've got a business partner who owns 50% of it with us, Irene and I, and I joke that he was at the opening of the first office. He's retired now. (laughs) Um, No, it started, I went straight out of school to law school. I decided I was going to be a lawyer. And it's really interesting, you know, talking about kids and and perhaps some of the lessons and that you learn. Growing up, mum and dad, I was always going to be a lawyer. I was was a pretty good student and and straight A's a lot of the time and and was pretty diligent and studied and, oh, you're going to be a lawyer, Mike. And I thought I was. You know, I got to where I left school and I thought, yep, I'm going to be a lawyer. There was no doubt in my mind I was going to be a lawyer, but I've been told that all my life. And so I went to law school and I hated it just absolutely hated it and it was first time away from home and the university didn't care if you turn up or not and yeah, yeah, so yeah I yeah. found out about girls and oh yeah sport and drinking and Able to make
0: all your own choices yeah. for the first time
1: and man it just went bizarre so yeah. at the end of that year the university suggested that law wasn't my vocation and, and I'd already decided I was gonna be a lawyer and I, so I didn't know what I was gonna do and I just looked in the paper I applied for a job washing cars you now the guy that washes the cars in the morning in car lots mm-hmm. to get them nice for the day. Yeah, and, yeah. and the guy rang me. I went and saw him. Guy rang me and turned me down. And I said, you shitting me? Like, Yeah, serious? I'm not to have
0: to wash cars.
1: Come on. And he said, wow. no, 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 you'll do it for a month or two or three and then you'll leave and I have to look again. So I don't want to do that. So I went back to papers looked and there was a job for a real estate agent, a realtor. And I thought, oh, realtor, they earn lots of money, they have nice cars, and I'll do that. Yeah. So I was 19, went into real estate, and that's all I've ever done. And wow. I just—I love it, it's just a wonderful business. So I sold for a long time, was a sales manager, joined Collins Real Estate at the time in Christchurch, New Zealand, which was um, became Harcourts a year later, ran a branch, became part of the corporate team, ran a franchise, so bought my own real estate office under Harcourts, and grew that. We had nine offices and 150 agents, I don't know. Uh, and then we moved from New Zealand to Australia to start Harcourts in Australia, um, sold my offices, bought half the company at that point, and then grew from there. And we we moved to Australia in 97. We had 83 offices in New Zealand. Um, we're now 908 or thereabouts in 10
0: countries. Uh, and it's just been, you know, just, continuing just a to wonderful build. journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful journey. There has to have been some some real challenges, I feel like, in expanding that, Rapidly, that fast, yeah. In in that many areas, yeah. What what have been some of the like the, the more challenging sides of that? Has there been some pretty rocky roads, or has it been pretty smooth? Um, no, plain sailing. Yeah, just just, just easy p- easy. easy peasy. Now we're in, easy peasy. Yeah, now we're Four on the west coast. There. Yeah, hanging out.
1: <laughs> no, it's hey, it's like anything. Um, it's great, you know. And, and I can sit here and reflect. I don't think, man, that's great. But along the way, man, there were there were times where. You just thought, what on earth have I done? And at, at every every step, you know, it wasn't just at one particular time. Um, so growing the business, the biggest challenge is finding great people. You know, yeah. you find great people, but there's just not enough of them to to build what you want to build. Yeah. Um, the challenge is keeping your own head right. know because i built the franchise and and my wife calls me to lunch a lot so at the time and and because i lost way, my way i i built this business it was going really really well It was very profitable and so i bought a racing car and a mate bought a racing car and we got put a racing team together we had two full-time mechanics that we were paying and we went around the country racing cars um and i used to go to lunch a lot and and just i started to believe my own bullshit yeah yeah and um
0: and, your people, and how old? How old were you when you 30, started to get a early little? early Okay, you started 32. being like killing it. A yeah. little, little bit of cockiness. No one could tell me anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm arrogant as all hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And your people, like the team that I built, they they love seeing you be successful. But there becomes a point where you you're just step over the mark, and I stepped over the mark, and and I was quietly dismantling the company by mm. being such a jerk. And I woke up one morning and thought, man, I've got to either get my head right and get focused again, or go and do something else. <coughs> excuse me, and that's why we went to Australia, hmm. literally, but three four months later, we'd packed up everything and moved to Australia. Um, and so, you know, it was a big decision to do that, and, and I think you heard me say, two years in, we were just about out of money, just about out of puff, yeah. um, I was sick of being beaten up and told it wasn't going to work, and, and I thought, nah, this is it, I'm out. Um, and then a mate of mine said to me, you know, why have you decided to be a loser? I said, well I haven't. He said, yes you have. If you walk away now, you, you're a loser so I just started cold calling again and we carried on but there's lots of points like that and I don't care um, who you are you you know you have those points and you have points where you doubt yourself where you doubt what you believe whether you doubt your ability to actually keep going you have points where you doubt the people around you you doubt the business model um, all of that stuff and it's the resilience and the personal discipline saying no no hang on a minute I do believe this I am passionate about this I'll get up tomorrow and I'll go again and I'll get up the day after and I'll go again and I'll just keep going and that's you know at the end that's a difference yeah some people are lucky and um, but i think in the main it's just discipline and persistence yeah
0: yeah relentless that's the that's the same thing yeah i really i really that really resonates with me well
1: you know i listened to your story and all the 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 hurdles in terms of being a basketball player yeah you you just do what you got to do to do it yeah 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 but most people don't have that relentlessness or that discipline to do it
0: that's really (laughs) cool you uh do you kind of credit that friend who who was kind of called you out and was like, yeah, oh, so you're lo- like, you, you put a lot of oh, stock, like that was, you were down on yourself, but someone that you respected basically was honest with you and said, yeah. you, you, you're either going to do this or you're just going to give up and what? Just be a loser. Be a loser. Yeah. yeah. And he, I
1: mean, he's, um, he was my business partner in, in New Zealand for a long time. And, um, and because you're close enough, I mean, in your life, you need people like that. You need mentors around you. And, and mentor yeah. sounds all lofty, and I've got to find someone. Yeah. And you don't have to. It's just three or four or five key people in your life that you know will tell you the truth, that will call you out when, when they need to. You don't want people that are just going to tell you you're great all the time or not yeah. challenge you. Um, and it just so happened he rang that day. And, you know, it's, I, I'm not... Um, I'm not, I'm not even sure. I this. I'm not a religious person. I, I don't believe that, but I think things happen for a reason at times, and yeah. it just happened that we were talking that day, and it was just at that point where I needed someone like him to say, "Don't be a loser," you know. Yeah. And so, I think you do need to surround yourself, and you do need people that will hold you accountable and say, "Hey, well, well hang on a minute." You
0: know? Yeah, I love yeah. that, and that's a powerful lesson I see kind of in your story already is is uh, surrounding yourself with those people. And you're saying in real estate. The key for you, you think, as building this and growing it is right finding the key people, which is kind of ironic because now going back to you and that car wash, did you, do you think that guy made the right decision? Absolutely. Do you think you would have quit after a couple of months? Of course I would have. Yeah. And yeah. I would have
1: been lousy at the job. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. would have hated it. And I yeah. would have, within a few days, I have, oh crap, and I wouldn't have done it great yeah so yeah no I absolutely made the right
0: decision that's funny and and for good for you it led you to this career that yeah. has been very very good to you and you've been able to travel the world and yeah, all the absolutely. things that you're doing yeah. so when it comes to surrounding yourself with good people whether it's your peers or mentors or friend group or people in business that you're building your company with. I would imagine you kind of look for the same key qualities or is it do you find it different in the business than you do in your personal life? Um, and what do you kind of think of those two? Yeah. Um, I, um
1: I'm yeah I'm, I'm probably pretty simple you know when, when it boils down I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy so I just hang out with people that I enjoy hanging out with and I don't hang out with people I don't like hanging out with yeah simple as that so yeah. I, I don't differentiate between business you know one of my best friends is my doctor um, okay just happens he's my doctor yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really uncomfortable at times but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but he's you know he's just a really good guy he has a different view of the world and I enjoy his company
0: yeah
1: um you know I'm a business partner in New Zealand we go on trips together a lot he's retired now um but I you know I, th- I think as you get a bit older too you realize that you haven't got enough time to waste it with people that are a pain in the bum or a negative or or don't that you don't enjoy being with just yeah don't do it
0: yeah it's uh it's funny I learned that pretty early on in the Hollywood world people would be out here and they're always trying to because you depend on someone else a lot of times the relationship networking to put you in a role or something so people will go and they're like basically just too nice like it's fake nice and I'm someone who's kind of over the top bubbly and outgoing and um, I kind of dialed it back where most people turn this on this fake thing they'll agree with whatever political thing you say like oh you know and and Hollywood leans one way more so so they don't have any opinions and it's uh, I learned It's just like that. People just want to work with and have people on these sets for 16, 18 hours a day, drive them nuts, who aren't annoying that they can stand being around. And sometimes that's just being quiet and just like doing your own thing, reading a book or uh, or someone that you hit it off with. But when you're trying too hard, it can be the most irritating thing like, we get it, you don't need to be the center of the tension. You don't need to like be talking the whole time. And it's just like, just relax, just like and be I a normal person. I think
1: it's agendas too, Jesse. You know the number of people you deal with that that you know have an agenda, and and you can feel it, you can see it, and you're just like, no, I don't need this. You know? Yeah. And they tell you, great, or they they yeah yeah yeah, oh man, you should be doing this. It's great. And you just know that it's got nothing to do with you. It's yeah. Got everything to do with them. And yeah. Again, I just I don't have time for that. I can't be bothered with that. You know. Yeah. What you see is what you get. And out, out with me and our team will know. would tell you and um, cat our events person that you've been dealing with, Cat will tell you, I say some terrible things and get myself into terrible strife, <laughs> but I say up front, hey, this is who I am. You know, No filter. No yeah. filter. Sometimes and, I gonna let it fly. Yeah, you're never going to not be in any doubt. And yeah. And that's, one of our ladies re- resigned because I've got an EA who I've had for, 18 years now and mm-hmm. we obviously are, are, are close and have a good relationship and she drives me nuts she's an american lady actually anyway she drives me nuts and i constantly tease her and <laughs> i said to her one day look if you keep going i'm going to give you the back of my hand which was a yeah yeah which yeah. is just a,
0: oh my brother you say that all the time don't make me reach back on yeah, you yeah that sort of thing. yeah yeah, and yeah. anyway
1: she carried on i said right that's it i'm going to give you a chinese burn you know what a Chinese
0: burner? She said that or you said no, that. I said that to her. Well, I know uh, an Indian yeah. burn, which I don't know if you could say uh, that anymore. You grab your wrist like, and yeah, that. you go like this and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It hurts. My brother used to do that to me too.
1: Yeah, well. I've had a lot of
0: flashbacks and now so that are painful memories. Thank the managing
1: directors should be able to do that to their EAs, you see. So yeah. I did that and it yeah. was Joe's Friday afternoon. Monday morning, our events lady came in and resigned. And she said, oh, I can't work in a company where the managing director threatens to give his EA a Chinese burn. <laughs> and you just think, man, the world's gone mad. You know, like it was a joke a throwaway. So Hey, I, I just think the more genuine you are, you are who you are. Yeah. And, and there's no point trying to be someone else. So be yourself. And if people don't like it, well, they don't like it. That's so huge. I because mean, be, everyone's be, trying be to be something polite And yeah. all that stuff. Don't
0: be a jerk. Yeah. But just Hopefully you aren't a, a yeah, horrible person. Yeah, yeah. don't be a serial yeah. killer. <laughs> but that's just yeah, who don't I am. People on your idols or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a good look. Yeah, it's so funny, and I find that we were even talking about that earlier here. Of like, everyone is trying to project this thing. Everyone wants to seem like they're important. Not to quote Post Malone, the great lyricist that he is, but everyone is is like projecting something. Whether it's um, posturing, whether it's uh, through social media of like the perfect life, you know, and all these things, and it just gets exhausting. Yeah, it gets exhausting. Tr- Trying to do that you know I've done that for sure and it gets exhausting seeing other people doing things like that and you're just like I don't know man I just don't think this is right and I think it's the same thing of this uh, how polarized we are politically and in in our um our whole global community really of like let's just all just take a deep breath yeah just step back yeah yeah
1: go have a beer and the stupid thing is the more you do it I think people do it they don't realize people can see it yeah so you know, I watch people do this fronting, and they're trying to be someone they're not, or they're trying to pretend they're this or that or the other. If I'm saying you understand that, I know that this is pretend. Yeah. You know, you don't think I'm actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they
1: don't. don't well, know. that's
0: the thing too that I've seen a lot, especially in this last two years, just where with where I'm at in career and that kind of thing, is people they are they're doing that, but they're just blatantly lying. Yeah. They're blatantly lying, yeah. and 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 I'm just looking at this like, you know, eventually. You're going to have to produce the thing that you're saying that you have, or, yeah. or you're going to have to follow through on this, and you're never going to be able to do it. So at some point, this gig is up, but you're going to try to string us along for all this time, and it's like, like I just don't get the end plan in some of these yeah. people, and I'm like, I don't know, these are sociopaths, or just, this is just how people <laughs> are in I today's I, world.
1: Often, I don't think
0: there is an end plan. I think it's just oh,
1: if I keep pushing out long enough, maybe at some point you'll go away, or it won't. Or something happen. will happen. You'll, you'll
0: give yeah. up. But me, I know. I'm like, I've had people like do those scams on like Craigslist, or that kind of thing, where they're like, "We need this money donated for this church." And me and my brother, like, we we will literally email this people for like a year and be like hey we have we just came in all this money we want to make a donation where do we send it to and now we just waste our time but we want to waste their time be like we know you're trying to scam us like you're not getting over on us but now we're going to waste your time and get you really excited and let you down and flip this on you yeah yeah. we have some issues we need we need to work on yeah you clearly do but here's one other thing i want to go back to from an outside perspective the ties yep Back to the ties, the yeah. guys in the tie. You're
1: quite infatuated with the tie. I right?
0: like the tie. I've got one. If people need to know, I'm going to be you're wearing actually, it later. I'm you're always wear... in
1: a T-shirt, but you're actually a closet tie. I'm, I think
0: I might be yeah. in the tie. I'm be a tie be real guy. Estate, mate. Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Don't try to use me. I'm on to you. trying to get uh, your agenda no, through right now. you would right be now. great. You would be great. I think I'd have a lot of fun. Because <laughs> that's ultimate. You talk to people and you have fun. And I, I like to do it. that. Yeah. Um, but you guys, it is sharp. It like going in there and e- even having the women doing. They did different things. Like some of them were scarves and some yeah. of them were like Little I don't even know what you call it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's it's um, and that old adage of like dress not for the job that you have, but for the job that you want to have. Yeah. And I think that's that's really cool. And it seems like everyone has bought in in your company, and it really does give you that. That yeah, brand like oh. no,
1: everyone doesn't buy in and oh, okay and, and it's not Don't. mandatory it's mandatory for our corporate team okay because i you know i can make it for them but not for the wider group um but the cool thing is that uh, the vast majority want to be involved in it and do it themselves yeah but, the, hey, there's, I don't know, maybe a third of our business that just don't. And and for lots of reasons. You know, they don't want to be stereotyped. They don't, you know, they want to, they work in Hawaii. You know, Dave Buck, our, our Hawaiian franchise owner, is great guy. Like, seriously good guy. does a great job. You
0: know, he wears the tie
1: maybe once in a year. And I
0: can and understand And he's probably that. more formal now than, than oh, 90% of Hawaii oh, if he's doing one more, just one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's right. one more day than the whole rest of the island. So
1: some people do it for different reasons or don't do it for different reasons. And that's cool. You know, yeah. like I'd... That's cool. I don't I don't go nuts about that or crazy about no one's, it.
0: No one's forced to no. be a guy in a tie. No, okay? exactly. Okay, I had to clear it up. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, if you were gonna go back and yep. give yourself advice, and maybe it's um, that time when you were about to give up on your real estate, or maybe it's when you are younger, there was something, high school, middle school, I don't know, but if you were gonna go back to yourself and talk to a younger version of you and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that thing be?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. I don't think, and you get similar questions. You get asked similar things at different times, and um, I don't think I change anything. You know, like I think I had to have that day where I, I thought I, I was out. I think you have to. And not all the really bad things, you know, you see people have really bad things happen and, oh, I'm better for it, and, you know, I think we'd all rather not have the really bad things, yeah. but I think you learn lessons on your way, on the way through life, and they're all lessons that, the reason I'm sitting here today talking to you is all the things that have happened to me up till now. So I wouldn't change anything in that sense, yeah. but I learned something reasonably early on, and it was, I don't even know who said it, but the saying is, if it's to be, it's up to me. And and my personal belief is that's the the beginning and end of everything. If, if you understand that as an individual, if it's to be, it's up to me. Where I am in a year's time will be up to me. It'll be up to how I behave, the disciplines I have, who I choose to associate with, all that stuff, all in my control. It won't be up to interest rates or the political position or the economy or the climate or none of that will change where I'm going to be. Only I can do that. And I think that to me is, you know, self-responsibility or the lack of it is i believe the biggest problem and and with our we i i've got two boys the one thing that we wanted to teach them above all else and and there's lots of things but the one thing that we wanted to teach them was self-responsibility mm. you know you are responsible for yourself yeah bottom line so when you do something wrong when you make a bad choice you've made it no one else don't blame anyone because the minute you start looking in the mirror instead of out the window things change yeah and, and you can't have discipline and you can't have accountability if you don't take personal responsibility. So I believe if it's to be, it's up to me, don't complain, don't whine, just get on, sort it out, focus on the, the solution um, always. And that's the best thing, best bit of advice I could have given myself. And I, I learned that in real estate. I learned that as, you know, I, I was probably at a conference somewhere and someone said it and it just stuck you know, with you. Right time, right place. And it just resonated. Yeah. yeah. But to me, that is the key. Yeah. You know, you're doing what you're doing. If it against is to be, odds, it's up to me. Because you made the decision to do it. Yeah. And you said, what have I got to do to do this? I've got to train every day. I've got to whatever it is.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's, it's you know, I, I, um, I'm probably carrying 20 pounds too much. And, I, you know, people talk to me about it. And I say, oh, well, you know, I'm traveling. I'm on planes. and you know, Busy guy. Yeah, I'm a busy guy. Yeah, kind of taste. What a load of crap. Yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you boil yeah. it all down, I've yeah. just not taken personal responsibility for changing my diet and changing my exercise regime. And I could do it tomorrow if I really wanted to be. Yeah. But it's not a priority. Yeah, yeah. And the stupid thing is, I used to smoke cigarettes. Uh-huh. Smoked for 30, 25, 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And I was 40 a day. Like, I was seriously good at it.
0: And <laughs> I the knew. Best. Yeah, yeah.
1: like. But I knew, intellectually, I knew every time I had a cigarette, I was probably taking 10 minutes off my life or whatever it was. Yeah. And yet I still did it. And yeah. I used to rationalize oh, well, you know, my great-great-grandfather lived to 98 and smoked every day of his life, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not There's smoking. There's people like that. That's cr- yeah, that always and there are mind. people like that, but that's yeah. a lot of crap, and we all know that. Yeah. You know, so I just made excuses for not taking responsibility until the day I thought, no, no, this is wrong. I've got to stop smoking. Yeah. And I tried three or four times, couldn't do it. The day I took responsibility and said, I've got to do it, I did. Yeah. And just threw them away I never had another one. Yeah. You know, so it's personal responsibility is the key, I reckon, in everything.
0: Take 100% responsibility for your life. It sounds like you're saying attitude is everything. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm hearing. That's, that's what, what you, want. Hearing. you want me to say that? No, but that's what, <laughs> I, that's what I heard. I'm like, it's, this, I kind of got it on the side of the bus here. kind of believe it. But attitude is everything, isn't Yeah. It? So I lied. I, I forgot. I wanted to ask you about your relationship. I'm a young single guy yep. I hope to have an amazing you know, relationship filled with lots of love and, and a family you've been doing it successfully so I gotta learn from you this is my chance <laughs> oh, I got a front man. row seat in the master class oh man I wish what, I could do, what what, I how, could do how did you meet this, this lucky lady how did it all happen and what's the key to making it work
1: no oh, pressure but yeah, let's see yeah. now I'm you're the not. relationship now you're the relationship <laughs> nah, doctor I'm, I'm not sure I can't tell you the key to it I'll, I'll, I'll tell you I met in at high school we were 15 I was the new kid, my parents moved quite a bit when I was young, we went to a new city and I walked into the class, she was there, and I saw her, Um, and I actually, and this is going to sound real hokey, but I saw her and I thought, oh, she's the one for me, I'm going to marry her. And you were how old? 57. And I was 15 then.
0: Okay, you were 15 then, okay,
1: gotcha. So we started okay. dating six months later. There was another girl in the class, her best friend, Margot, who said, oh, look at the new boy. And she said, new boy, not interested in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, six months later we were dating and we got engaged uh, at 18. I actually asked to marry me, I think, twice, two or three times, two times. Okay. And got a ring, yep, and then she changed her mind. Okay. And then kay. after the second time I said, that's it, I'll never ask you again. And, um, Persistent.
0: Okay, I'm seeing the yeah, persistence no, well, here. Relentless.
1: It. I had to change it. Change yeah. it up a bit. Just, ah. Uh, hard to get. Yeah, you know, yeah, so I yeah. said no, no I'm never really going to ask again. So she asked me the next time and, and so we got married. Um, yeah, we're married the whole time. And it's like anything, you know, there's there's been huge periods of joy and, and all that, but there's also been, you know, two or three patches where we only just got through them and, and not, you know, like it was touch and go. And I think like anything, like a friendship, anything, you've got to work at it. You know, you can't, it can't just be... It's, you know, and there's enough stories about it. You, if you stop doing what you did when you were dating, once you get married, you won't be married long, and you'll be dating again. I mean, yeah. simple thing. You got it. You just got to work at it, and and you do get complacent. And the person closest to you tends to be the one you unload on. You know, so when I'm really stressed, I, yeah, yeah, because I felt like, well, you're my partner, so you should support me and yeah but your partner's got her own issues she's dealing with so it's it's just it's complicated and it's hard and it won't go smooth never does yeah um but i think if the cause there you know we tried really hard a couple of times to end um but the core love and the foundation was so strong that we got through them and and you carry on Uh, you know i think it's um it's a real shame that we're well over 50 percent you know you hear people you talk to people and they say oh i don't think human beings are meant to be monogamous you know marriage is just not uh, it's not a sustainable sort of
0: thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, are
1: you serious? Like,
0: yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, and that's it's crazy. I, I, I just think that's crazy. Yeah, but I
1: think over fifty percent of marriages fail. That's what's over, scary to what, me. Seventy-five percent of second marriages fail. Seventy-five percent. Because you've already done it once, so you're like, ah, oh, it's not the end yeah, of the world. you mess it up twice, yeah, you know, but but you do. Yeah, and I think that's really sad. But I think that's part of, you know, the changes that are on. You know, people are. There's this is we've been on the cycle of everything's getting faster and technology makes it quick and if you don't get service straight away bang so the attention spans are dropping you, 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 you know like my mum and dad were. do I've got divorced their parents though mm-hmm. um, once said anyway weren't that happy but there's no way they would ever divorce because it just you didn't commit to one another yeah, yeah, yeah. you made a commitment and that's what you do and I think there's less of that now it's it's you know the the bank you know I've got a bank manager or an accountant and a bank manager and a lawyer that I've had for 35 years yeah you know but we've got strong relationships they've helped me out at times where I've needed help I've helped them and I really you know prefer that but a lot of people now change banks just bang bang doesn't matter you know like they and they change lawyers and say well who's your lawyer well I don't actually have one I used this guy once and Yeah, yeah, yeah so I think we're as a society we've become far less commitment focused you know the loyalty factors have dropped and i think that yeah. flows through into our relationships yeah but i don't know and and don't think for a moment i'm perfect because i'm not and i've you know done some stupid things over the years and you think oh man why how why would you do that um so we're all fallible and we all make mistakes but yeah i do think um with a relationship if you commit to someone and you're committed and you work hard at it and the other person is doing are right then that's that's going to work out
0: yeah you gotta work on it and you gotta keep it going like you were dating, pursuing and exactly. serving them and putting them first. Exactly. I love it. And I got now I got a relationship doctor today. I appreciate it, man. Thank you I so much. I don't know if that's right, but. I, I had so much fun. It. Cool. Uh, it's such a great group of people that you have in your company. It really was fun. I, I've been getting messages and I talked to them for a couple hours yesterday. Um, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. So, would yeah. you come out to New Zealand, Australia? Don't tempt me. May next year? I would love to. Yeah. Don't tempt me, though. Because uh, Kelly's listening and she'll mark it all down. Yeah. And uh, and your CEO was so cool. Him and his wife were like, "Come to Bali," and they were inviting oh, from me. Yeah they, yeah, they were inviting me all yeah. these places, and I'm like, "I guess let's go, let's do it." Yeah. So, um, no, I love what you guys are doing. If people want to check you guys out, is the best place just to go to the online on the website. Yeah, just search Harcourt. Harcourt. DotNet for, .net for all their real estate needs, and you guys do it. I know so you guys do it a little differently, auction style. Yes. And so I've been learning about your company. But um, you guys are the sixth. Largest. Well, I don't want to yeah, no, say it's fake news. Fake news, but yeah. one of the largest, one of the largest yeah. ones in the world, which is amazing. So yeah, it's, it's cool. It's great. Yeah. But it's
1: just a whole lot of people that are really passionate. You yeah. Know, that have, you know, it's you get like minded people around you and you're going in the same direction and man, you, you build a momentum that's hard to slow. Yeah. So you just keep doing that and getting more people.
0: Yeah. And you guys are definitely having a lot of fun. We yeah. th- almost—I mean, you were—you were on the drums. I mean, uh, you're doing it all How over there. How talented! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there anything this guy's not doing? Uh. No, that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> really fun. That, and I, that's one thing I've really been learning is traveling around and meeting a lot of different people. Is like I'm always looking to the future like oh it'll be good when I have this or I'm at this point mm-hmm. and it's like right now is an awesome time like nice. right now here with Mike Green we're in the bus we're like in a beautiful place we got an amazing view like right now is the good time. So yeah. that's something that I'm working on and uh it's cool to see you living it because you Jesse,
1: it's interesting because you look at your over life you get a bit older and and think your perspectives do change and you start to learn a few things and and realize and you know when i was in my 30s and i was i just had to be number one and i was driving and i was working 14 hours a day and you know we had two young kids and i probably could have put more time into my children at the time and i didn't because i was recruiting agents and growing a business and, and i was in a hurry and it was all about where i wanted to get to yeah but you do realize as you get a bit older that it's not about where you get get to at all and and when we all go to the same place as we all will you don't take anything with you so everything matters now you know it's the journey it's not the end yeah now say, oh my goal is to be i want to be retired at 65
0: yeah why on
1: earth would you want to have yeah, a goal then, to be retired yeah at 65? yeah then you're going to be like,
0: doing what not yeah, things you love probably just, yeah. and you
1: see all these people that do retire at 65 and they're dead at 67.
0: yeah so they many their times purpose, yeah yeah they, nothing to live for nothing to be excited crazy. about yeah. passion
1: Passion. So you've got that passion, and but you've got to have it every day. You know, you live every day. I I heard a wonderful saying years ago, live every day like it's your last, but plan like you're going to live forever. And I thought, it's so true. Hmm. Just have a ball every day, Yeah. but make sure you know, don't go money. crazy and spend yeah, it's everything, you know, money. but be, <laughs> still be around. Yeah, don't
0: go to jail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got it. I love it, man. Thank you so much. You're I welcome, really appreciate man. you. This was awesome, and uh, hopefully we can inspire a lot of people with your story, and then... Uh, have them come to hardcore.net too so it's a win-win Perfect. really Perfect. appreciate it man Thanks. this is exciting and i'm coming to i'm coming to australia now so <laughs> that's what i heard out of all this yeah.